on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. A lot of times uh, in relationships, we the hope is that the person deeply cares for us and you they care about you as much as you care about them, right? And sometimes yeah. you don't know how to figure that out. You ever been with someone where like Christmas comes around or some big holiday and like you, your gift is amazing and they give you like a gift card to Home Depot and you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's how <laughs> I that can works. Use a gift card to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, when yeah, you get you older. Feel like, you kind of feel like it's a second thought and you're putting in more effort kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Well, let me introduce you to the orange peel theory. So the orange peel theory is if you ask your significant other if they can peel an orange for you, apparently it is the ultimate test to see how much they care. Peel an orange yeah, for you? The orange peel theory. So you got to have an orange, obviously. Okay. And so you have an orange. You got a significant other. You look at them and you say, hey, would you peel this for me? The uh, orange peel theory is if they will do the simple task without hesitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. That means they truly care for you. If they don't, then that shows they're not willing to peel an orange for you, which is a simple task, but a task that not a lot of people like to do because peeling yeah. oranges suck. Well, I'm trying to think what the what putting up the fight would be like because if – if I were to ask you to peel, hey, can you peel this orange for me? If you just like threw a fit, like, oh, no, I don't want to. Like, I feel like that's just rude in general, right? Like, how else is are people politely declining? What do you say to that? Well, I, I'm thinking about it. You know, I, what I really should have done is I should have brought an orange in and I should have tried you to. You asked me. Missed opportunity. I should have brought in an orange. <laughs> or or set up a camera somewhere and just yeah. ask me and see my reaction. And I should have just right on the show been like, hey, really quick, can you peel this orange for me? And if you were like, no, then I would have been like, failed. Divorce, right? I probably would have so, done it. It depends on my nails. That's another that's thing. That's what I was going to. If I had like a nail situation where I couldn't, I wouldn't. We're on the same page. My <laughs> first thought with this is I can see me handing you an orange and saying, hey, Lauren, would you mind peeling this? And I can automatically hear you go, no, I don't want to mess up my nails. And I thought, okay, that means you don't care. Well, I wouldn't mess up my nails, like, initially. I mean, I wouldn't be peeling an orange if my nails were wet from painting them, obviously. Yeah, because you don't do the long nails. No, I'm not I'm saying, saying that. if I did, like, if I had even, like, those stick-on nails, if I had those on, there's no way I would peel an orange without busting a nail. But right now, like, I could do it because I don't have that on. See, I think you'd still, you wouldn't want all the orange gunk on your fingers because, you know, when you peel an orange— your hands smell like oranges for like 10 days. Yeah, but that's kind of amazing. I kind of like the yeah, smell. Yeah, but then you get the orange. Gr- oh, I don't really like peeling an orange. I'll peel a cutie. So this is what my promise to you is. If you need me to peel one of those little cuties, tangerines, I got you every day. <laughs> an orange you want. Full-blown orange. <laughs> it's not going to be my favorite thing when on planet Earth. When was the last time you had an actual orange? I'm thinking about it. It's probably been my childhood was the last time I had an orange. Cause Your childhood? I'm not, I've, I don't think as a grown adult I have eaten what or about, consumed um, a real, actual, full-size orange. You're acting like it's some rare breed of bird <laughs> that no one ever sees. Like it's no, an I orange. I only eat the little cutie tangerine things. Well, what about a, like a breakfast, uh, like a hotel breakfast mm-hmm. buffet, and they got the slices, the orange slices? No, nah, I skip right to the muffins and pastries for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, for sense. sure. I'm not Cream eating oranges pastries, at yeah. a Chocolate chip muffin, orange. <laughs> I'll be honest, cuties, I mean, cuties is the brand, right? What are they normally called? Yes, I think cutie is the brand. Yeah, well, cuties, if Tangerines. we all know what we're talking about. Yeah, those once or, those came out, no, I will Clementines. say, yeah, something like that. Once cuties came out, it really hurt the regular orange business because they're smaller, they're easier to eat, and they're so much easier to peel. So does, I do think uh, that's a problem. How do those just come out? Like, haven't they always been around, or did they develop a new species? I, you know of- what? 
I don't know. I don't think I want to know. If they're making them in a factory, I don't want to know. I'm hoping they come from a little tiny bush. I'll tell you what I what I won't eat, and a lot of people are surprised by this because I think most people find them really tasty, like a nice snack. Is the mandarin oranges the ones that oh, like I you get those. in even just the little fruit cup? I won't touch them. You don't like the mandarin oranges in the fruit cup? Weirds me out. Like the plastic cup with the little mm-hmm. and the syrup in them, those I mandarin. Won't eat oh my any gosh! Fruit cup. When it's I was a kid, to me. my parents had to limit me on mandarin oranges cans because I would literally go into our pantry, open up a can of mandarin oranges, and just eat them the yeah. whole thing. Oh, people love them. I oh. I won't touch them. Mm-mm. That's a test about if you want to be with somebody. <laughs> Ask if they like mandarin oranges in a can. They should. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. I feel like this always happens around this time of year. Mariah Carey, she's just living her best life from her one song. I think she makes it's like $2 million every Christmas season on that on that one song. Which actually seems low. Like, I don't know Google why. I don't really know why. I, no, I think I've heard $2 million. She makes about $2 million every Christmas. Just from the royalties of playing it. But for whatever reason, it feels low to me. Like, I feel like she should be getting more than $2 million. Okay. It says she makes around $3 million every year from these okay, songs. Okay, $3 million. Right around Christmas yeah. time. So still, I mean, that's, that's a lot but of money. $3 million. And I know she does a couple of live performances, mm-hmm. but correct me if I'm wrong. She's not great live. That, At least there was a live performance. Never... Yeah, there was a live performance a few years ago. She was doing, like, some Christmas tree lighting, and it mm-hmm. was... I don't know if that was a one-off or that's just how she is live. Because her range is insane, but maybe it's yeah. hard to do live in person when you don't have huh. a studio. I don't know. I, that, I'm out of breath. Like, I mean, I am not Mariah Carey, and I am not a performer. Can you do the Mariah if, Carey? It's time. Oh. <laughs> it's time. She's not high enough. All right, let me try it's it. Time. <laughs> I can't do it. That was a mouse <laughs> so slowly bad. dying. No, I <clears throat> Sorry, I normally have better range than you. So here we go. It's time. <laughs> you sound like you're dying. Yeah, that that, that did not horrible. sound good. Anyway, so she's riding the wave because she did, does say that she's hoping to release brand new music next <laughs> yeah, no year. One, sorry, so, we'll no see. one cares. <laughs> she, no, I mean like just that, play all yeah. I want for Christmas this year. Yeah, it's like when Paramore, that band, was like, "We don't want to play Misery Business." We're like, "That's why we like you." That's the only reason why we're coming. Please, to your show. Mariah, just sing <laughs> "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Uh, so Paris Hilton is uh, in some hot water after a recent interview where she admitted that she had not changed. No, now let me explain this first. I read the headline thinking she had not changed her child's diaper in a month, meaning her child did not have a diaper change for a month. Oh, gosh. That is not correct. Okay. What she really means is for the first month of her son's life, she never changed a diaper because it, like, freaked her out too much. So she had an assistant that would change all the diapers for the first month and then on. And so he's, I think it's like six months now. I don't know how many diapers she's changed. Does she change diapers now? Imagine. I think so. Could you imagine? Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah so she didn't do uh, any diaper changes. I'm like, man, that must be nice to be so wealthy. You just have an assistant to do all the dirty jobs. You never go on vacation without your assistant. Be like, ah, uh, something's going on. I don't know how to change a diaper. The amount of times I've been pooped oh, on and gosh. peed on and all those things from changing, kids. Yeah. I will say changing diapers. If the kid is cooperative and our youngest is not like he still doesn't like him. He still treats it like a UFC match. You know, like we're trying to like pin him down. Oh gosh, it's like I have to give him everything but in the world to distract him. When it, when it, when uh, one, our kids are cooperative, 
doesn't bother me. Like poop does not bother oh, me. Yeah, I know you, that sounds weird, you're so but used like to it as a parent, like it. Yeah, but still, some yeah. people have a gag reflex. Like mm. some people still cannot handle poopy I can't diapers. Do puke. I cannot See, do puke. No way. I have had our kid puke into my hands yeah. more times than I can count. It's it true. So in lot. our house, if our kids ever get sick, like in the night, something like that, it's it's your Joey, boy. Joey is the hero, and I will like I'll throw the sheets in the wash. But I am like, get me out of here. Yeah. I can't help you. You clean this up. It's it was so like, nasty. Not the, a few weeks ago, I was sitting there, hands cupped, yeah. and my son was just puking in my hands. You're the real MVP. Uh, I did see a candidate apparently running for city council who lost by one vote. Really sad, right? Disheartening. Like, oh, one vote. The kicker here is this guy didn't vote for himself, so he <laughs> voted. But he's like, I didn't want to. It felt narcissistic to vote for myself, so he Dude, voted for himself. how can his- you be a politician and be like, is it a little narcissistic? Hello, yeah, it is. And he loses by one oh vote. Oh, my gosh. Does that just make you cringe? Like, oh. I'm amazed he told people. I would. That would be a secret I would take with me to my death. Maybe it's a way for people to feel bad for him so when he runs again next time. But what know. vote of confidence is it that you don't even vote for yourself? Imagine the president being like, nah, I'm not going to vote for myself. I'll vote well, for the other and guy. You talk about, you know, narcissistic or whatever. It's like, aren't most politicians kind of full of themselves? <laughs> yeah, you mean- know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe just a tad. Yeah, so he ended up uh, not winning by one That's, single. That stinks, vote. man. Super sad. And then there's a uh, mountain lion that made a school go into lockdown, right? Mountain lion on the loose. The school shuts down, locks down everything. Turned out to be just a fat cat. Literally a fat How, cat. Ooh, Somebody whoa, 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 whoa. I understand. Uh, what's, the, what's the cat that's kind of wild, kind of domestic that people can own? Uh, What's that called? A serval? Oh, yes. Serval, right? Am, am I saying right. that right? Yeah, let's just go or with it. Or a lynx? No, yeah, a lynx or a serval, I get maybe like a quick glance or like that's a cougar, but a house cat? I like guess Garfield? so. It says there was a report of a mountain lion near a school that caused a lockdown. Gosh. Escalated quickly, uh, turned into just a, just a, a fat cat, cat eating a rat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Watch out for the cat. Yeah. Those are some of your trending stories. Time for another Phone Janks with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for the Phone Janks. So this is fun. We get to participate in a trend, in an actual trend on the Phone Janks. Have you seen this trend of Christmas gas? Oh, my gosh. I saw, like, two videos about this recently. Yes. Where you prank somebody saying that you put Christmas gas in your car. Yeah, yes. the green nozzle. So a lot of people call their parent. They're like, hey, Dad, my car's not working. I put in the Christmas gas. And they go, what's the Christmas gas? The green nozzle, which is obviously diesel. So this is great because we were reached out to by Danielle. And she goes, my husband's getting his car detailed. Please do this Christmas gas trend. <sighs> When you return his car. So absolutely, I will warn you, he gets very angry very quick and uh, he wants to beat me up because I, yes, exactly. Like I was legit scared (laughs) and it's the phone, Jakes. Hello? Hello, is this uh, Tony? Yes, speaking. Tony, hey, this is Chris. I'm over with detailing. I was just calling uh, to give you an update on your car. Great, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it time to come pick it, it up? You know what? It is. Um, so I just want to let you know the full detail went great. Your car is uh, honestly unrecognizable now on the inside. It is awesome. feels brand new. Um, as always with our service, I, I do want to let you know we fill up your car as always. And we are having just a little bit of an issue. So I put in the Christmas gas, you know, the, the new trend that's going around at gas stations for the holidays. I put in Christmas gas, and now we're, we are struggling to get your car to start. It's just regular... Well, um, the, the Christmas gas. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold 
on. What, what do you mean, uh, Christmas gas? You know, for the holidays, gas stations they had. I just did the green uh, uh, nozzle at the at the gas station the, for Christmas. Wait, you know? hold on. You did you did what? So I, I did the Christmas gas. It's the green nozzle for the holidays, and it's just like I know it's supposed to be the special seasonal. Wait, wait. no, 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 no. There's no such thing as Christmas gas. Did you put diesel in my car? I'm sorry. What did you say? Did I put what in your car? I said, did you put diesel gas in my car? No, I'm sorry. I put Christmas gas in your car for the holidays, but it's... No, listen, there's no such thing as Christmas gas. You put diesel in my car. It's not a diesel car. It's unleaded gas. Okay, so I just did the green nozzle for Christmas, so it's Christmas gas. You don't so put diesel gas in, an, uh, in a car that takes unleaded gas. That's how you f***ing bust the car, you idiot. Okay, so I understand you're upset. Um, maybe you're a little bit of a Grinch, but um, can you just call? Maybe call the manufacturer and say, "Hey, I'm how a does your Grinch. Co- you're a freaking idiot?" I <sighs> listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen. I- I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show up there, and my car better be working because that's my only car. And you just f- it up for the holidays. You understand me? Okay, I understand you're a little upset. Should we just call the car company and see? If they respond to Christmas gas and if it's like a holiday, like maybe there's a holiday function that needs to be turned no, no, on no, in your car. No. Have you never used Christmas gas before? Maybe your car just needs some time to, to get it settled. Because I'm pretty sure the green right, nozzle is for up. Christmas. I'm getting up. Okay, but, I'm headed over Okay, there. Okay, well, hold on. Hold on. Let's talk to your wife, Danielle, because this is Joey from Joey and Lauren, and this is a phone, Jenks. And uh, no one put Christmas gas, a.k.a. diesel, in your car. <laughs> she, yeah, this is your wife wanted to mess with you. We love you, man. Uh, yeah, Danielle, just I, I think this is a Christmas present, a weird Christmas present. But don't worry, there's no such thing as Christmas gas. Oh, my God. My car is still running. Your car is still running. It's still good, man. All right. Oh, geez, man. I... <laughs> uh, you're the man. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. All right, man. All right, buddy. Yeah, have a great day. (laughs) You too. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. So, Brian, uh, this is interesting. He had a date. uh, First date went great. They got a second date on the books. They got it scheduled. He goes, I got my reservations. We had a date. We had a time. All of it. Then she canceled. Hey, I can't make it. He goes, okay, what's going on? No response. So, I mean, I, I don't know how to unpack this, but, I mean, clearly either the first date went great, and that's why they scheduled a second one, or she just felt so bad she just went along with plans uh, to do well, a second in one. in person, if you're making plans in person, you don't want to be like, oh, yeah. never mind. Maybe that's the question, Brian, we should start off with with you is, um, how did the second date plans go? Did you make them at the dinner table of the restaurant after the first date, or was this a text exchange? No, no, no. This was all at dinner. Uh, and again, the okay. only reason I, I thought the first date went so well is because at the end of the first date, we started making plans for the second date. And then the first date ended with a kiss, mm-hmm. which usually means things are going good. Yeah, kiss, second date scheduled. It's normally a good sign. Brian, um, you, got any, you got any weird Instagram posts or Facebook posts or conspiracy Skeletons theories? In your or, yeah, you're, like anything like that? <laughs> No, I'm not a real big social media guy, actually. Okay, because okay, I was so going to say... You shouldn't have found anything incriminating yeah, or anything about yeah, you. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, Flat Earther, which, hey, 
Well, I know we got flat earthers to listen to the show. I love you. Love you to death. But that can sometimes turn some people off. Not saying you believe the earth is flat, but, you know, just throwing it out there. Uh, no, I believe in a round globe. Okay. All right, but, cool. Uh, All yeah. right. <laughs> Nothing weird. Nothing weird. Maybe. Oh, here we go. She is a flat earther. Oh, and she's like, oh, you're so boring with your globe theory. <laughs> is there any um, oh, like weird conversation that maybe you're thinking about that could have happened on the date? You got into this weird discussion about something, and then maybe after the date she's thought more about it and was like, yeah, I don't think we're compatible. Like anything like that, any red flags you could think of? I, I, I did that. I did like when I didn't get a – any sort of response from her for the second date. I mm-hmm. started going over the first date in my head like it was a Bruder film, and I've reviewed it over and over in my head, and nothing went wrong. If anything, okay. everything went really, really right. Okay. The conversation flowed. There were no awkward gaps. Yeah. Uh, a lot of eye contact. Uh, we touched hands a couple of times. And then the kiss, was, yeah. You know, really nice. So, and then so it ended she, with a kiss. yeah, again, it ended with a kiss. You don't kiss somebody. So she, not want she, to see them she again. cancels with zero explanation and now no rescheduling of the date. So, you know, that, that no, can be no, frustrating. No. So, so what we'll do is we will uh, reach out to Haley. Hopefully she'll answer and then we can kind of ask her a little bit about this situation and then let you talk to her. Okay. That would be so awesome. Awesome. It will be awesome. We got Brian with us and Haley is coming up next with makeup or breakup. It's time to makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. So, Brian, um, you can tell he's frustrated and confused. So he goes out with Haley. They kiss at the end of the date. They get a second date scheduled. It's on the books. He makes reservations. It's there. And then she cancels. She goes, I can't make it. He goes, okay, what's going on? When can I see you? Nothing. No response. So... Um, if you are kissing and you're setting up a second date, I, I can't imagine anything was wrong with what they did when they first hung out. In the moment. That's but why it, I said. something after, right? Yeah. Like a, a social media post. And that's what I thought. Or, but he's like, I'm not big on social media. So it's not like I have online skeletons or something or, like that. you know, maybe we didn't talk about this, but maybe she kind of got cold feet. Like maybe she's like, oh, things are moving a little fast. I need to I pump the brakes, cancel yeah. this, regroup, think about some things. And who knows? Maybe she has a family emergency and the whole thing is. Is you know just a well, misunderstanding. Well, now I'm gonna feel bad. Uh, we've got Haley's number. Let's talk to Haley. Hello. Hello. Is this Haley? This is she. Who? Uh, who's this? Yeah, Haley. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning morning radio show. And um, huh? yeah, hello. So Hi, you've heard Haley. of us? Hi. 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 <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're well, good. We're doing better now. Um, we can talk to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. So, we're actually calling you um, on behalf of Brian. Um, Brian also listens to our show. He reached out about your guys' date. Um, he, I mean, I, hopefully, you understand what who, who we're talking about, but he said you guys had a second date planned and you had canceled, but he hasn't heard back. I don't know if you're interested in sharing maybe reasons why. Yeah, um, you have yeah. Some time. yeah, I did. I did cancel. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't really feel like I wanted to go into an explanation mm-hmm. with him about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, you don't yeah. have to do that with us unless you want to. But we're here if you need to get something off your chest. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I just, uh, I mean, okay. So we had our first date, um, and it went really great. I mean, it went really awesome. Actually, it was it was wonderful. Um, but, you know, it's the first date, so you, you don't really get to know somebody um, at that time. You know, it's like you're just kind of getting, you're scratching the surface. 
And so we did set a date for the second date, which was um, awesome. I don't usually do that. But between my first date, the first date and the second date, um, I actually celebrated a birthday, which we talked about multiple times on our first date. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I kind of, you know, I, I, I know he knew that it was kind of a special time for me. Um, and then on my birthday, he did send me a text, and <laughs> all it said was, happy birthday, period. Like, only thing there was just happy birthday Mm -hmm. period and i waited for more like more from that but nothing he didn't call he didn't add an emoji he didn't like add an exclamation point for goodness sake on on the end of the the statement so i don't know i just felt like uh it felt like it was rude i felt like um oh you know it's like an opportunity for him to like kind of show that he I don't know, cared about our first date and, and on a special day for me and eat nothing. My family celebrates birthdays. I mean, we do big birthday mm-hmm. celebrations for everybody. And so it just, I don't know, it just felt kind of rude. I don't know. And okay. I, I just didn't feel right about it anymore. You know what's funny about the whole happy birthday period thing? Um, I, I kind of see where you're coming from in a way, but for me, I, I get like anxiety when people text me without exclamation points, punctuation or emojis. So I'd be like, Happy birthday, period. You're mad but, at me? You're mad it's my birthday? <laughs> hold on a second, Haley. Are you saying that a uh, cake emoji or uh, exclamation point or the stupid little, uh, what's the, the, the smiley face or... that's blowing the popper or whatever, like that would have been uh, a different vibe to you where you feel like he cared more? Yes, because, you know, text messages are so, like, two-dimensional, so mm. you don't really know. Like, yeah, like like you said, that the period felt very much like happy birthday. Okay. Like, Okay. Like, yeah, okay. but are, aren't so you glad he remembered? Like, him remembering alone, like, I think that's kind of sweet. Because, you know, you've only gone on one date with a guy. If he remembers it's your birthday, that's a that's a win. I mean, it was like our, you know, our date wasn't that long before that. So I just feel like, you know. Mm-hmm. This is interesting, Haley. Yeah, okay. Um, so could probably do better. Yeah, okay. Uh, Brian is with us on the other line. Maybe maybe it's a big surprise and he's got a, a you know an elephant coming for you with a with a cake. <laughs> but and you a would never know because yeah. you canceled the date. So Brian, um you just heard this. You send happy birthday, period. She says that means you don't care. Yeah, I remember because we had a date and then she was like, uh it was two or three days, it's my birthday, and so there was like, Well, we're gonna have a second date after your birthday. So there was this weird point where it was like, I've only had one date with a person. You want to acknowledge their birthday, but you don't want to be a, a weirdo who makes too big a deal about it because you've only had one date. So I re- do remember, like, second or third time, like, doubting myself, like, what should I send? And uh, apparently just acknowledging the birthday was not enough. Maybe you shouldn't have acknowledged it at all or acknowledged it more. I see that now. Uh, I regret, regret not going bigger. I'm not. I'm not a, a texter. I'm not an emoji guy. I freely admit that. Again, I thought we had a great date. I was gonna ask about your birthday on the second date. I remember that I was gonna, you know, use that as a topic of conversation. But yeah, yeah, I, I get. You're right, though. I I only sent a happy birthday message, and I yeah. thought that was sufficient. Uh, I, that's but, fair. That's a fair like comment. But you know, I guess just like when you're trying to find somebody who gets you, like. You know, I thought it was pretty, like, clear what kind of a girl I am and what kind of attention I need on our first date. So, oh, wow. okay. you know, and I just figured maybe you're not that kind of, you're not the guy that gives that kind of attention. And so <laughs> it's better not to keep hanging on to something if you don't think it's going to be there. You know what I mean? Okay. I did, though. No, but, but face-to-face, we had a great first date, and everybody had a good time. And 
and we had a consensual kiss, and that was nice. And then we were going to have a second date, but because I I failed. It's that emoji, be, man. The exclamation point call. is the deciding factor. Enthusiastic I, enough? I, I will say, oh I, am a, I, am a, I am a call and sing along guy. Okay. I, I do like leaving a voicemail that sings happy birthday. But hang on. Scenario. You go on a very first one single date with somebody. You're still calling to sing them happy birthday? Probably not. I you don't, don't want to be I mean, it, too much. I mean, it, it, it shows you care. People don't know how, care how much wow. you know until you know how much you got. I don't know. Okay. I'm torn. I'm torn. Uh, Haley uh, knows what she wants. Yeah. Um, happy birthday, Haley. <laughs> I'm just going to say it really enthusiastically. Happy birthday. Happy birthday you. to you. <laughs> happy birthday, dear oh, Haley. Wow. Brian is single again. It's Joey and Lauren. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Throwback Thursday. We are throwing it back to the TV commercial jingle from back in the day that was always stuck in your head. I know that's very specific, but we're doing it. Oh, so many of them. Now, today's kids don't understand what sitting through a commercial break was like with TV, (laughs) but... A lot of these companies had jingles, man. The company Jingle, I still love a good jingle. In fact, if I was a company, I'd be doing jingles. There's still a lot of companies yeah. that still do jingles, yeah. and they work because I'm singing along to them all the time. But what was the what was the jingle that got stuck in your head? This wasn't a so jingle, many. but I just got to say, set it and forget it. The Ronco. Was it the Ronco Ovens, man? Those oh. those infomercials late night? Yes. You'd fall asleep on the couch as a kid on you a Friday up. night. You wake up at 2 a.m. and you hear... Shut it and forget it. And you're like, man, I could go for a rotisserie chicken right now. I used to wake up in the night to like those random super sharp knife commercials where they're like cutting a tomato flying through the air like Fruit Ninja or they're cutting through a cement block. Yeah. (laughs) Because you know me. I'm like, I gotta have those knives and I'm 11 years old. Man, when I'm cutting an onion, sometimes I want to cut cement and I just don't have the (laughs) knife to do it. So, um, remember the Chia pets? Like, Chia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember that. All right, do you want to start with your jingle? Uh, We've both got them queued up here. Yeah, so the one that I thought of um, instantly when I'm thinking about the time that I would hear this jingle and I'd sing along every time, always stuck in my head. It was the freecreditreport.com, the band. And they go, freecreditreport.com, baby. (laughs) On my TV. They're driving in the car. Do you remember this? Yeah. Now instead of looking flying, that spells freecreditreport.com, baby. Okay, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. I can still picture the guy's got like shaggy hair. Yep. Uh-huh. And he's like just, bobbing his head in the car. They're sitting in like this uh-huh. old, old hatchback. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. How about you? The, to me, there's one answer, and it's JG Wentworth oh 877 Cash Now. Yeah, it's so good. So I I still remember that commercial. They were like, it was like this uh, stage of like a play. They're all in like opera gear. Yep. And I need cash now. That is so good. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at some too because I wanted to kind of refresh my memory. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're so 
many like the Folgers. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, Kit Kat commercials were big, but remember this one is going to send you back. My baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's N A Y E R. Boy, what's that commercial from? Like. Uh, this is from 1999. Yeah. <laughs> That's 1999? Why does it sound like it's from 1940? <laughs> <laughs> is that what that commercial sounded like in 1999? <laughs> like, I was a kid then. Oh, remember the baby back ribs commercials from Chili? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Yeah. I want my baby back, also baby the back, baby back. Meow mix. Oh, I hated this commercial. I would go through my day just singing that yeah. song yeah. in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think of any others that I can think of oh, off the top so of my head. Many. So the, the Subway $5 footlong song. $5, $5 You've still got the State long. Farm jingle. We're still hearing that. Nationwide is on your side. But they have gone away. Like, we're not... I mean, we used to have so many jingles and so many iconic commercials, and I feel like now they're just... You know, throwing something on the wall and see if it sticks. What about a Klondike? What would you do? For a Klondike bar. <laughs> we should do like a fill in the blank jingle where you've got to sing like a part of it and you got the other person that has Let's to finish it. it. I All guarantee right. I would win at that. Yeah, we sure. watched a lot of TV when we were younger. <laughs> Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren and uh, how to make sure you have a long relationship may depend on the price point. Of your wedding ring, the engagement ring you buy, is that what you're saying? Yep, apparently uh, your wedding ring. Uh, if you have spent a lot of money on your wedding ring, maybe this is like a little warning. Maybe, uh, I don't know, try to grow closer together as a couple. I'm just reading the stats. Uh, but apparently couples who are buying expensive wedding rings, engagement rings, are more likely to get divorced sooner. I don't know the official statistics behind it, but that's just what they say. I have no idea. We are definitely in the clear then because my ring is not expensive, well, which is fine. I do love my ring. Yeah, it wasn't because we were poor when we got married. Um, it was definitely because, Lauren, I just wanted to make sure that things could last a long time. That's why I only spent $1,100 on And we were ring. poor. Yeah, and by the way, this $1,100, like I had to say it and set up a payment plan. I walked into the jewelry store. Nothing I was, wrong with that. I was, you know, 21 years old, and I literally walk in, and I'm like, hi, um, I have barely any money, but I want to propose, and uh, do, you, do you have anything on budget? Because a ring pop apparently is kind of a no-no. It's actually a sweet story, though. You laugh, We laugh about it, but you, your parents bought the ring, and then we <laughs> Gosh, paid No, this not. is a sweet thing. We were young. Your parents bought my ring. And then for the first however long, your first couple years of our marriage, we paid your parents $20 a month or whatever we could a month. A it was like month. maybe 15 or 20 bucks a month, whatever we could afford to pay it off. Humble beginnings. And now I go to Costco and I'm like, oh, that was the wedding ring. Thanks. <laughs> but now I have all the granola bars I need for the next uh, three weeks uh, with our kids eating four a day. Yeah, yeah this will be great. Who even knows? Because I have friends who have just like gorgeous, stunning rings and they're very expensive, which is funny. I don't know why, but sometimes women discuss the price of their rings and I've heard people talk about it. No um, way, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I've heard that said like $15,000 or ho however much the ring is. What do you uh, say? When that, when that conversation comes up and you know the ring was a $20 payment plan from my parents, what do you normally I always, say? I tell the story because I think it's really sweet and, and I love my ring. do you basically ring. say we're going to last longer than you are, no. Janet? No, because I don't know that I actually believe this. I, no, I don't know. But it kind of falls in line with the with the topic we talked about before where apparently 
people that are way more out about their relationship on mm-hmm. social media and brag about each other actually have less happy relationships than those that kind of keep it mm-hmm. like. So this kind of falls in line with it. You know, the we all know the lovey-dovey couples on Facebook and you're sitting there and you're like, they ain't going to last. <laughs> there's no way. Like there's so, especially it always it always pops up random, right? Like everyone's got a friend hmm. that. If you looked at their Facebook in a year, you'd see three different people that they're bragging about on social media, and you're mm. trying to figure out which one is which. I yeah. definitely have a couple they're of those to friends. Find their person, yeah. but some people express things outwardly. Uh, there's also the research that says people who uh, have big, expensive, lavish, extravagant weddings don't yeah. last as long. Either. Yeah, so it, it all knows? kind of. I'm just saying it lines up. It's really, really expensive wedding ring, really, really uh, gushy and mushy, gushy on social media. They all kind of line up to the same thing. You're faking it. You're yeah, but faking okay, it. hang on a second. What about people who are wealthy? I mean, but must be nice. But like you, you're like really rich or something. So like rich people, they end up getting married. It is natural for them to buy a yeah, very expensive sure. wedding ring. Does that all of a sudden mean they're not going to last as long? I don't think so. Well, I'm sure there's some study out there that says if the wealthier you are, do you have a longer marriage or a or a shorter marriage? You can't tell me rich people aren't married as long. I, that doesn't make any sense. You're talking about this, the price of wedding this. rings. I, yeah, you should Google, do rich people last longer in relationships than at like an average income? Let's see. I would guess rich people last less because it's just... Oh, I, how about this? In the U.S., wealthier couples have a lower divorce risk. Oh, okay. Wealth may stabilize marriage through its marital value, especially by easing financial stress or providing symbolic resources. Basically, you can buy your love. Well, <laughs> okay, you can make a case of like if, if you know, you're struggling with bills or anything that adds stress, all of a sudden you say some things you don't mean and okay. But that kind of surprises me. I thought it was going to be flip-flop. Hmm. I thought it, the it's average... It's because you're thinking of Hollywood marriages. Yeah, those don't last. Yeah, Hollywood marriages are terrible. But they're, like, super, super rich. So, yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> do you ever want, do you ever want like, a new ring? I've thought about doing an upgrade, but okay. I, I would want to incorporate it in some way. I don't want to just, like, not use it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it means a lot to me, and I like it. Melted into a nickel or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend. Every time I see her, it's kind of blinding. I mean, her ring is yeah. just ginormous. I, and I'm you, just like, oh, my god. I'll be honest. I forgot the payment plan for my parents was $20 a month. It might have been less. You can't go to lunch less. for that now. Like, <laughs> I spend more at Subway, man. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's listener versus Lauren. Oh, it's Joey and Lauren, and it's time to play Listener versus Lauren, and it is a three-on-one. Lauren, you are outmatched. Today's really contestants, am. Peyton, okay. Alexis, okay. and Sierra, all going against Lauren. What's I'm going losing. on? Three? You three? <laughs> you three? Uh, you, I just wanted to say three. What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> we are on our way to school. Oh, oh I love it. Are you start doing? The day. You doing one school drop off, or you have to do two school drop offs, like two different schools. Three. One school. Oh, I'm one. so lucky. I carpool with a friend. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's nice. That's great. Okay, so Peyton, Alexis, Sierra, three random trivia questions against Lauren. We're kicking Lauren out of the soundproof studio right now. Yes, I'm out of here. Good so luck. Lauren is going to walk out, which means she cannot hear these questions, and she's gone. So here we go. Uh, three questions for you all. Then we'll bring Lauren back in, ask her the same question, see who does better. Here we go. Peyton, Alexis, Sierra, question number one. On what day do Star Wars fans celebrate National Star Wars Day? Oh, um, it's the 
Yeah, beat me up, Scotty. It's May the 5th. May the 5th? Yeah. No. 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 It's not. Oh, it's fourth. No. <laughs> May, the, May the 5th is Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number two. This one a little bit more difficult. How many floors does the Eiffel Tower have? How many floors does the Eiffel Tower have? have? I'm going to give you a hint. It's not as many as you would think at all. Oh, no. What do you think, Lex? Um, four. Oh, so close. So close. It's not four, but it's close. All right. Here we go. You've been very close on both of... In fact, you just gave one extra number for both of those first questions. Here we go. Question number three. Peyton, Alexis, and Sierra. Who is the first and only as of right now Disney princess to have a tattoo? Oh, Lexi. Okay. Um, Alexis is Pocahontas. And you are correct. Pocahontas is the right answer. All right. So one out of three. Not bad. I'm bringing Lauren back in, so stay on the line, y'all, but do not give away any hints. Here we go. Lauren, welcome back. Thank you. All right. Question number one, Lauren. On what day do Star Wars fans celebrate National Star Wars Day? Oh, um, May the 4th. May 4th. May that the 4th be with you. Peyton Alexis is here. I went, oh, yeah, May the 5th. Beat me up, no. Scotty. Beat me up, Scotty, no. by the way. Star Trek. No. Love that. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Question number two. How many floors does the Eiffel Tower have? Wow, I have no clue. Um, uh, I'm going to go 30 floors. I have yeah, no this idea. Is, this is like the ultimate trick question. Wait till you find out. You're going to be oh, blown you know, away. There's probably like three floors. I bet I there's know. not actual. Let's find okay, out. Dang it. Uh, question number three. Who is the first and only as of now Disney princess to have a tattoo? Uh, Dis- oh, Moana. Probably Moana. No, not no, Moana. Not it. Moana. Yeah, not Moana. So one mean? out of three for Lauren, one out of three for Peyton and Alexis and Sierra. Let's go through the answers. Uh, on what day do Star Wars fans celebrate National Star Wars Day? It is May the 4th. Felt so bad. They went May the 5th really quick. They're like, May the 5th? Ah, no, May the 4th. Dang How it. many floors does the Eiffel Tower have? Y'all ready for this? Six. Three. Three. There are only three yeah. floors in the Eiffel that Tower. That makes sense because it's mostly just a structure yeah. rather than, yeah, dang it. Yeah. And who is the first and only as of now Disney princess to have a tattoo? Peyton, Alexis, and Sierra, why don't you let Lauren know the answer? Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Oh, yes. She's the only one right now. Sure, we'll get some more maybe. Yes. Inked up. Yeah. I was thinking of the scene in Moana where they're giving the tattoos with the rock and the the stick, and I was thinking that. I think for Frozen 3, uh... What's her name? Elsa. Elsa's going to have an icicle on her face. <laughs> face look like Post Malone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It. Snowflake. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and I've got your Joey life hack today. I am excited to try this because I struggle with this, and this is, uh, this is a big pet peeve by Lauren. If you wet your fingertips and the head of your nail clippers, the nail clippings won't fly off when you trim your nails. Okay, so get your get your uh, fingertips wet and then get the end of the uh, nail clippers wet and no more flying away. Ooh, I'm going to have to try that because, yeah, I it is a rule in the house. If you're clipping your nails, you do it over the garbage can or something because if I see nails flying, 
Blah. I never know where you want me to clip my nails. In, in, in the my, bathroom over a garbage can is how I do it. I still feel like that's not even good enough. I think you want me to actually clip my nails in a garbage can. Like you want me to go out <laughs> to the dumpster and sit there because I'll clip them in bed and those things no, are flying everywhere. never. And I had a coworker once who would do it at her desk and it that's grossed disgusting. me out so much. Yeah. And I've had people like file their nails at work next to me and I see all like the shavings going everywhere and I'm like, just, can you just do it? in the bathroom. Now, my brother, this is interesting about cleaning up nails. My brother, growing up, he would clip his nails, not pay attention to where any of them went, and then he just vacuumed kind of the general area. And he thought I mean, that, that was easier too. than trying to track them. That kind of works, too. I always hate when I, like, clip my nails and I only get, like, six, and I'm like, well, I know I have ten toes, so <laughs> there's just some random the nails out toenail there. toenail ones, I feel like, are easy to find because yeah. they're bigger. I don't even want to tell you this, but I'm going to anyway. When I was a kid, you know, you're a lot more flexible when you're a kid. I used to be able to bite my toenails. And I would do it as like a little circus trick with my friends. I'd be like, look at me. I could buy my toenails. How old were you? Uh, like 10. Yeah. Oh, that grosses me out so bad. Yeah. You know how dirty your toenails are? Oh, I, I mean, this is. Also, you, I'm kind of impressed. I'm also in my 30s and I like smelling my socks. So <laughs> after I wear them, kind of a weird why. dude. Yeah. Uh, there is a tweet that's gone viral in honor of the Christmas season. I want to bring it up. And uh, do you agree with this or not? A man named Paul Cherchian, I don't know who he is, but he's got one of those check marks on uh, X or Twitter, whatever we call it now. Uh, he said, Christmas Vacation is patently unfunny, the movie. Always was. But it's pic- particularly bad by today's standards. Watch it with a 20-something and count the laughs if there are any. Is Christmas Vacation only funny to, like, older people and people that grew up with it, and now kids don't even think that movie's funny? No. Right? I don't believe Isn't this that. a travesty? A of, there's a lot of funny moments. I mean, is think Christmas of the opening vacation scene a when they're, stupid movie? When they're getting the tree and he's under the semi. Like, that's funny, right? But this person, maybe they're a movie critic because it's gone viral. Everyone's talking about it. Have said, like, do you think it's one of those movies that we think it's funny, but actually, like, if our kids watched it, they would be like, this is the dumbest movie ever? You know, it is tough. I'll give him this, and that is Christmas Vacation is not in my top three favorite Christmas movies. It's not. Like, it's maybe in the top five, probably the top ten. Um, and, and not because I don't think it's funny. It's just I think there are funnier and better Christmas movies. But I still laugh. Maybe like, it's because I grew up with it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, that's the thing. <laughs> but you know what? Consider this. Way back when, people thought The Three Stooges was funny. If we watched The Three Stooges now, we wouldn't think that's funny. Oh, my gosh. So so do you think we've reached the point with, like, a movie like Christmas Vacation with the sled that goes crazy, with the lights that don't work, and he's freaking out with the extension cord? If you watch that with some high school kids, they're looking at it, and they're like, this is the dumbest movie ever. I wonder if to younger people, they think it's cheesy. Oh, like it's, it's super it's cheesy. It's like clever, whatever, but it's not going to physically and actually make you utter an out loud yeah. laugh. I guess I could see what he's saying, but I don't know. Now I need to watch it and see, and I need to count how many times I laugh. Yeah, do kids find like it's funny that their station wagon goes under the semi truck and all those things? And it's, it is a lot of that kind of humor, but you know, at first I was like, oh, this guy's crazy. But then I said, well, wait a second. You know, I'm sure there's some movies that my dad grew up with that if he turned them on and was like, oh, this is a classic comedy, mm-hmm. I would think it's terrible. Here's the problem is I can't go back and rewatch it for the first time. And so, for yeah. instance, my favorite uh, Christmas movie is one of the Home Alone movies, or I love Four Christmases. Like, there's a lot of movies out there that I love, but I've seen them so many times. I don't know that I am physically out loud laughing more than just enjoying it because of the nostalgia. So I yeah. wish I could watch it for the first time, and then I'll tell you. Yeah, like, in Christmas Vacation, I know what's coming at every exactly. moment. So I'm not like, oh, my gosh, the squirrel just jumped out of the 
uh, out of the tree, right? But like, you know how the squirrels on the yeah. back? Cheesy. I still think, yeah, but it's still funny to me. But, but they're saying cheesy. Gen Z would watch that and be like, Dad, I don't get it. So, yeah. Or, or like the Cousin Eddie stuff. Now, I always laugh when they go to pray over the dinner. When the grandma's like, I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag. flag. The blessing. The, yeah, put out your stogie. Or do you have a stogie or whatever? Yeah, yeah. She said, I think that's funny, but would maybe you say, it's not. Grace, Grace, she died years ago. <laughs> like, that makes you see, look at you. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.